Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Phoenix, Arizona, it's time for Valley Business Radio, spotlighting the Valley's best businesses and the people who lead them. Hello and welcome to Valley Business Radio, where we tell the stories that traditional media tends to ignore and help connect you to the right people. I'm your host, Dr. Adrian McIntyre, and I'm joined in the studio today by Scott Hansen, publisher of the Arizona 100. Welcome back, Scott. It's great to be here. Thanks for coming in. I love hearing about the upcoming edition of the Arizona 100 because it gives us such an insight into what's going on around the state of Arizona. What are what are we going to see in the next issue? Well, of course, we've got the holidays coming up, uh, and that's sort of kicking in uh, to full gear right now. So uh, we've got an article about uh, uh, from WalletHub that uh, talks about some of those shopping habits. And, uh, and it's amazing to me that there's about 35 million Americans still paying off debt from last holiday season. Wow, I never, th- never think about that. But you're right. Wallet Hub would know they've got the data uh, carrying forward that debt. So uh, what, do people, what do people do about that? Um, Black Friday sales and, <laughs> exactly. and all the rest? Right. So the survey also talks about uh, what people think about Black Friday and maybe how their views are changing uh, as time moves on about that. Uh, the, the survey also talks about some of the shopping plans for this year and maybe uh, how people are going to change their habits from last year to this year. And based on that kind of a debt, uh, it certainly would make sense. Um, and then the same survey also uh, talked to, to the individuals and found out what kind of gifts they wanted most this year. Um, and I can tell you the number one is gift cards. <laughs> to, to apply to their credit card balances. Yeah, exactly. That would be really useful. Right. But it's such, right. an important, it's such an important topic because it touches consumers as well as businesses you know, e-commerce has been increasingly on the rise. So there's lots of different kinds of retailers. And of course, the holiday season, Q4, tends to be a make or break moment, both on the spending side, as well as on the selling side. It certainly is. And along those lines, we've got an article from Mike Brown, uh, the regional president of Wafed Bank, on how to protect your money. Uh, maybe it's not necessarily how to protect it from yourself, <laughs> right. but how to protect it from other people uh, getting that. When, you know, scams and uh, they've just become such a huge issue. The, the Federal Trade Commission uh, received more than 2.5 million scam reports just in this last year. Wow. That is amazing. You know, as, as so much becomes digital, as so much of our banking is done online, as so much of our buying is done online, uh, it does change the nature of the game. Some of that trust that used to be established in a brick and mortar store, a mom and pop type of relationship has shifted digitally, and that certainly raises a lot of important issues. It sure is. And, and Mike Brown's article talks about some of the ways to help uh, in, in making sure that you are safe along those lines. We've also got an article uh, uh, about uh, filling a need here in Arizona. Um, the U.S. Department of Agriculture pointed out that uh, Maricopa, Pinal, Cochise, Pima, Santa Cruz, Navajo, Apache, and Yuma counties here in Arizona all had one thing in common, and that was that they faced a shortage of veterinarians. Wow, that's interesting. Those those counties are an incredible range of what's in the state. They ha- don't have a lot in common, but they do have that uh, in common. That's fascinating. And of course, uh, veterinarians, not just for our pets and our, you know, our, our, our loved domestic animals, but also for livestock, that is a big issue. Now, particularly in those rural counties, uh, and most of those certainly uh, I would put in that category. So the University of Arizona has received approval from the American Veterinary Medical Association to open up the state's very first college of veterinary medicine. Yeah. So, uh, to, to meet that need. Um, and I think what's kind of unusual about this is that students can go there and graduate in three years and then enter the workforce essentially a year earlier than what you might find at other more traditional veterinary programs. That is super important. I mean, 
college in general, the professions have somewhat unique spot, but college in general has become increasingly expensive with a diminishing return on investment as many fields don't require it. Of course, the licensed professions do absolutely require those degrees. So it's great to see them innovating on the timing as well as the quality of that training. And I think it's kind of unusual that here in a state where agriculture and livestock, as you mentioned, has been such a part of our history that we wouldn't have a school here in the state to help fulfill that need. Well, this is certainly a, a step in the right direction. Also, uh, regarding our universities, Arizona State University uh, has received approval on a funding for a NASA planetary mission concept study. Uh, so this is called Intrepid. And it's a robotic rover that's designed to travel long distances and perform some very long-duration investigations of of the moon. Hmm. Yeah. You know, it's funny. My boys are fascinated by this guy. I just downloaded an app recently that lets you point up in the night sky, and it shows you what you're seeing, the constellations, the stars, things of that nature. And and we forget the the moon being our closest satellite um, of a planetary kind. Uh, that there's a lot about it we don't know. Yeah, there is. And considering that we haven't been there in such a long time, I'm sure uh, there's a lot more information that we would like to have. Absolutely. So we've also got some information about some businesses that are coming into the state. Uh, and right here in Arcadia, where uh, our studios are located, uh, Century Grand. Um, it's a three-in-one kind of entertainment concept, uh, brand new to the Valley. Uh, they have a dining room, which is designed to... Uh, kind of transport everybody into an art deco version of a 1920s train station. Uh, And it features both food and drink inspired by that same time period. Uh, There's a cocktail bar that's a replica of a 1926 uh, Pullman train car. And they've also got a whiskey bar and retail bottle shop that are that same uh, time period themed. This is such a cool concept. And I've seen photos of this. What, What I find fascinating about this is they are innovating a very future-oriented concept with a with a historic kind of ambiance, right? But because in, at some level, what they've really done is create the most Instagrammable restaurant and bar concept in town. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But, but by putting it, setting it in the 1920s, really, right. really cool. Yeah, and you know, Arcadia here has become such a hotbed for innovative concepts for restaurants and things along these lines. Uh, so also, uh, we'll be talking about uh, Chandler welcoming uh, its first full-service Marriott hotel. This is the largest full-service Marriott in the state. Um, it's located out near the 101 and the 202 interchange. Um, and it's got kind of, kind of your standard things, 260-plus rooms, restaurants, and other amenities, of course. But it will have the largest conference space in the area, much needed for the East Valley. Yeah, absolutely. And we're such a destination for events, conferences, trade shows, so much. And, uh, you know, also competing with Las Vegas is a regional destination. Of course, we don't directly compete with some of the entertainment aspects of Las Vegas, but really having this kind of space, this kind of property available uh, for all the destination management companies, all of the corporate things, I mean, it's a really great contribution. We welcome them to the Valley. Yes. And also coming to the Valley is Sendoso. Uh, Sendoso is based in California and uh, they've opened up an office here in Scottsdale. Um, and they've made a name for themselves when it comes to direct mail and, and physical gifts, plants, perishables, uh, handwritten notes, gift cards, things along those lines. They plan to hire 260 folks here in the new location. And those will be pretty good jobs. Um, the sales positions, finance, training and customer support. Yeah, so, this is a really cool concept. I've, I've seen something. I was introduced to them by somebody who's connected with the organization and, you know, really um, trying to bring uh, traditional, thoughtful hospitality, follow-up, you know, sending gifts, sending cards, handwritten notes, the kinds of things that we sort of get nostalgic about in an age of SMS messaging and, and WhatsApp and things. 
but they're really trying to make that available at scale to 21st century companies. Right. And I think this is just another great example of uh, how attractive Arizona is for businesses. Uh, so we've also, speaking of that, well, we've got uh, uh, another in a series of why some of the specific communities in the Arizona uh, in the state um, are attractive uh, for businesses. And we have an article on uh, why businesses should invest in Flagstaff. Uh, Flagstaff is Arizona's most educated workforce. 45% of the population up north has a bachelor's degree or higher. Wow. Yeah. And uh, so uh, among the other amenities of Flagstaff, um, sort of the hub for all commerce in the northern part of the state, uh, located, of course, right at the intersection of uh, Interstate 17 and Interstate 40, um, the Flagstaff Airport, serviced by American Airlines, United Airlines. Uh, and one of the things, of course, that I find really great about Flagstaff is that uh, rail access serves over 100 trains daily. Yeah, that is really cool. You know, I don't think of the Flagstaff Airport. This shows my, my Maricopa County bias, but I don't, I don't think of the Flagstaff Airport as being a regional hub, but of course it is, along with smaller airports throughout the Southwest um, being serviced by these major airlines. Yeah, and interesting, you know, when you fly up there, you barely get in the air before you're on the ground again. Right. The short flight, but uh, of course they're coming from other places besides just here. Um, and then finally, we have uh, uh, some information. Uh, Morning Consult recently released a study, uh, and they were talking about uh, the scale and nature of influencer engagement among those who are aged 13 to 38 years old. Uh, and it, the report found that YouTube was overall the most used platform in that age group. And overall, YouTube has more than 1.9 billion, with a B, users worldwide. That's an unbelievably huge number. <laughs> That's It's staggering. And when you look at any of these really large platforms, uh, YouTube, of course, being owned by Google is connected into that entire ecosystem. Facebook and Instagram and WhatsApp being owned by the same parent company. Uh, but other up-and-comers like TikTok, which mm -hmm. you know used to be Musical.ly, is, was acquired by a Chinese-owned company, but is truly a global app, the number one app in the App Store, hundreds of, hundreds of millions of daily users uh, we can't sleep on these things. They're they're happening fast. And with Gen Z and millennials combined purchasing power being the most significant economic driver, uh, despite a lot of the rhetoric thrown at them right. <laughs> by others, um, it's really something to take seriously. This is how the world that is coming communicates. Yeah, there's no question about it. And and, and this uh, study also talks about the age group preferences among those some of those platforms you just mentioned, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, right. some of these... I've never Twitch even is, heard of. Twitch is huge. So what's happening with Twitch is the the right you find this fascinating, Scott, with your sports background. Esports as a competitive uh endeavor where people are getting really good at playing video games of sports. They're forming teams, right, they're building right. Twitch is a live streaming platform that allows them to not only show people what they're playing as they're playing it, but also there's ways to that they're making money, getting sponsorships. Uh it it really is a fascinating. Uh, and new world. Right, it is. And we have to we have to pay attention to it because it is upon us. Yes, absolutely. Well, these and many other things are available twice a month in the Arizona 100, a unique publication of 100-word stories or 100-second videos, uh, both th throughout the state of Arizona and also from the 100 network. Interesting tidbits that show up from time to time from other major cities in the country. Scott Hansen, the Arizona 100 is available for subscription, it is free to get in your inbox. Uh, people go to thearizona100.com. That's exactly right. Thearizona100.com. They've got story ideas they want to send in. They direct those to... Info at. Info at thearizona100.com. We've got links to all that that go along here with the episode. 
Thanks again for joining us here in the studio to discuss the next issue. Great seeing you again. For all of us here at Business Radio X, this is Dr. Adrian McIntyre. We'll see you next time on Valley Business Radio. 